0: Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast. Here we will talk about practical ways to have an even better marriage and ways to handle the challenges that are sure to come. Regardless of where you are in your marriage, your age, or how long you have been married, this podcast is for you. We will discuss difficult topics from dealing with past hurts and unforgiveness to making date night spicy.
1: Even if you're single, you probably want a better marriage than the marriages you've seen.
0: Join us weekly as we discuss ways to make marriages better. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast. Welcome, welcome back. Yes, it's been a minute. Well, actually, I think we're good. Yeah, think are we we're on track? Finally. Okay, we're on track. We're on yes. track. Yes. Episode on track. 15. Episode
1: yes, this is episode 15.
0: That's podcast talk, right? That
1: is, yes. Okay. Still podcast talk. Still talking. podcast talk. We want to, as we always Start our podcast asking you to subscribe to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Our listeners are growing and we appreciate each of you. Yes. But if you have not yet clicked that button, made that commitment, click that button. Now, it doesn't cost anything. Remember that. All it does is allow you to get the episodes as soon as we release them.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: they're queued up waiting on you. You don't have to check your app or anything. They're already there. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button for us. All
0: right. We are getting ready to go into the third part of our series on meeting my spouse's emotional needs yes. and we are going to talk about intimate conversation for the ladies and physical attractiveness for the guys now when we did our our production meeting yes, right it got a little heavy <laughs> got a little heated uh, so we said you know what uh, how about we stop and come back uh, to do the recording so l-
1: listener the show before the show. That, yes, that's you, the best part. <laughs> if we could get, if we could give you the show before the show, you would love this podcast. Yes, if you could get the show before the show. Yes, we had a blast in the show before the show. We did talking about these two emotional needs. Yes, so we're going to try to give you as much of that mm-hmm. as we can. Right, without my wife choking me out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Show before the show. Show but before now, the show. Now we back. All this right. Is the show. This is the show. All right. All right. So we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: The show. So this time we're talking about intimate conversation. Mm-hmm. One that uh that's an emotional need that Dr. Harley says is is like number two in the world of women. Mm-hmm. And physical attractiveness, one that he ranks very high, I think number two as well, mm-hmm. with men. Mm-hmm. But these aren't set in stone. Right. Like everybody's list is different. Right. Uh, just because this is something that may not rank very high for men doesn't mean that it can't be an, a high ranking emotional need for a woman mm-hmm. or vice versa.
0: Mm-hmm. Because Sam and I are so pink and blue. They're one and two matches are one and two. Yes, Remember is. last week we talked about, um, or I was saying that I didn't think that affection was my number one emotional need. Mm-hmm. And then after doing some research and reading and having some quiet time, I figured out, yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, he, well, you know, <laughs> he, <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably because I'm always uh, giving him the side eye when uh, stuff is not uh-huh. neat, when the need is not being wet. So anyway, here we go. So we talked about last, in the last episode, we talked about how we arrived um, at doing the emotional needs. We had our conversation, or Sam had the conversation with the girls. So if you didn't hear that, go back, check out episode 13. It'll give you a little bit more detail. And we also wanted to uh, have this conversation so that we can just get the dialogue going between husband and wives. Yeah, that's we, important. you know we Sam and I actually, as we talked about the show before the show, we've learned a lot about each other. In the show before before the show. Mm. So it's good to get the dialogue going. Check out the questionnaire so that you can identify your emotional need.
1: Right. And we have the link to the questionnaire in the show notes. Right. So you can just scroll down and just click the link. It'll take you right to the questionnaire mm-hmm. so you can identify your emotional need. Mm-hmm.
0: And if your particular need is not necessarily matching the average, it's perfectly fine. Absolutely. You are unique. Your need is your need. hmm all right, so one of the uh, the scripture that actually came to mind for the entire show is Philippians 2, 3, and 4, and that says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. This scripture really spoke out to me as we are working on this because it really—the premise is just— Put all of your needs, put all of your feelings aside and focus on that of your spouse. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that would be a, you know, that's really a good scripture for the overall arching of meeting our spouse's emotional needs. Because a lot of times our need... Our spouse's need doesn't really match what our need is. And so right. we don't think that it's important or, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a big deal, but it really is a big deal um, when you talk about our spouse. So, as we talked about before, the intimate conversation is the number two most important emotional need for women. And Dr. Harley mentions that this particular need is the first emotional need met for women that are involved in an affair. Mm. And that's because women really. We want to be in a relationship with a man that is going to listen to us and that's going to talk to us. Mm, yeah, And so if our husband is not doing it, our significant other is not doing it, then we are te- we tend to go to our coworker the coworker sometimes our friend's husband mm-hmm. you know depending on how that relationship works so you know so it's an important emotional need
1: yeah the picture that i see when i when i think of it in that context is that you said the the friend's husband mm-hmm. and it's only because the wife sees that that guy listens to his wife right Right. So she, she, this is something that she's yearning to have. Mm-hmm. He's already, he already does it. So it starts with just a small thing, mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, the kids had this thing and he's locked in. Right. And before you know it, he's meeting this need for mm-hmm. her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we're off to the races. Right. Before and, you know it, it's way out of control. Right.
0: And it's it's gone. Right. And it's really, it's really easy for that to happen. You know, a lot of times we talk about the whole uh, you know, can a married woman have platonic male friends?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's another
0: topic for another (laughs) 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 topic for another podcast. But it's really easy, you know, for that to happen simply because we want to, you know, have, you know, our man talk to us. One of the things, and this is, you know, a little fun side note. We Sam and I listen to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. And so there is a, a line in a, a song that I like by Luther and Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it Busta is saying, you know, take your girl to the beach, lay her down, and talk to her. Mm-hmm. Because he knows, just like every other man really knows, mm-hmm. that a woman really wants to be talked to. Mm-hmm. And so we heard I heard that the other day, and I thought, oh, that's a good sign. That's a good line to put in there. Yeah. Uh, Intimate conversation really builds intimacy between a husband and a wife. The other day, I heard it mentioned, you know, usually with intimacy, you go into me, you see. Mm -hmm. But I heard it mentioned um, from our pastor, and he really said it a little differently. He said, into me, I allow you to see. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for women... When we have our inner relationship, and our husband really is, you know, he wants to know how we're doing. He wants to know how we're feeling. He wants to know the things that we think about, that we are really opening up ourselves. We are allowing him in. To see. To see, you know, allowing him in to see. And, you know, we're vulnerable. We're making ourselves vulnerable at that point. Absolutely. And so, you know, I thought that was really good. Yeah,
1: that's
0: awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we talked about before, and I think I want to say it was in the the romance series where we were talking about conversations and and things talking about on date night. Mm -hmm. And our daughter asked about. Husbands and wives having conversation, you know, she wanted to know, is there anything that you guys don't talk about at some point? Do you have anything? Do you run out of stuff to talk oh, about? Oh, yeah. Because
1: she had saw.
0: Right. It was an observation she mm-hmm. made. Yep. Yeah. 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 And that was, I mean, that was a good question. Yeah.
1: I think she she had observed in a restaurant mm-hmm. couples. Right. At dinner. Right. Not talking to each other. Right. Uh, something that we have observed we It's something that comes up for us all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be sitting across. We'll sit, you know, the next table over. There's a couple, husband and wife. And they're like, please bring the check. Right. You know, like,
0: <laughs> right. He's in his phone. She's in her phone. You know, they're
1: looking, looking away from around. each other. Like, they just really just, please, yeah. let's get to dessert so we can get out of yeah. here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and when we really... You know, when you really start to dig into this thing, maybe those people are at a place where they've forgotten mm-hmm. how to have conversation. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's actually good because I was really thinking that, you know, it's a muscle just Absolutely. like every other thing. If we don't use it, it gets weak and we fall into the complacency of we just go to dinner, we eat, we go home, yes. you know, and we completely ignore the fact that this is supposed to be quality time. Some mm-hmm. time, you know, for you and I to, you know... To talk, yeah, you know, depending on where we are, there could be a TV in the back, yeah, yeah. in the background. I, I try but... <laughs> not
1: to sit facing it, you know. Sometimes I end up with you know the the game on over her shoulder.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it really is. It's a time for us to, or for just husbands and wives to just have some conversation. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, you know, with conversations, we talk about dating versus married. Yeah, and of course, when you're dating, you're getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, he's asking questions. And And she is more than willing to just give it all out. You know, I want him to know how Mm -hmm. I feel, what I think. And then when we get married, the guy goes, Well, I know everything.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know. Because guys know everything.
0: Yeah, because guys know everything. And you were talking about the the young guy in your class. It's
1: it's one thing when a guy that's been married for 30 years thinks he knows everything, Mm -hmm. which is kind of stupid. He should know better. And most (laughs) guys, when they when they reach that. That's when they do kind of come to the realization that I really don't know. Right. I've really got a lot of work to do to figure this thing out and to figure this woman out.
0: And but I think it's because we're changing a lot. We're getting older. So, you know, that thing that you thought about me five years ago may have been true. May have been true. But but it's not today. Not today.
1: No. But it's the newlywed guys that always that's always the thing. Yeah. You know, they've been married like eighteen months. (laughs) And they know it. They well. got this thing figured out. Like, no, I I know her in her soul. Like, I know, I I, I know everything about this woman, and they don't know jack. Right. And you're like, I, I advise you not to go with that. But <laughs> if, if that, if you really got your mind made up that you really know, then we'll work with mm-hmm. that. But I'm I'm warning you. You have no clue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an ongoing process, and I think that's why. For the married person that we will always have something to talk about.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it's a lifelong journey. Mm-hmm. You know, we are going to be, we took vows till death us due part. Yeah. So we're going to be together for a long time and we're going to experience life. We're going to go through different seasons of life and we're going to, you know, we're going to get older. We're going to have different situations, different circumstances. So we're going to always be talking and learning some things about one another. Yeah, I agree. The other thing is, this is something that I really had to learn because 30 years of marriage, men and women have different reasons for talking.
1: Mm, yes, this is very real. And, and I'm glad my wife understands know. this.
0: However, intimate conversation is still my number 2 emotional oh, need. Oh yeah, no no So doubt. that doesn't mean that I don't, you know, need you to talk to me. No, of course not. But I not. completely understand that men talk to relay information.
1: That's right. That's that's just how we're set yeah. up. That's how it works in our world.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, you know, Head-to-head information, back and forth, back and forth. So, you know, one of the things that I always thought was weird is, you know, if we're in a room with some guys and, you know, guys are just shooting off sports stats just here, there, and everywhere. And, you know, hey, remember when, you know, Kyrie hit the shot in Game 7 of the World Championship in 2016? That's right, Uncle Drew. Right, you know, and I'm like. Bring it it home how do they how do we even know that you know where did that even come from but it's just because that's how you guys communicate that's right from information just you know throwing stats throwing you know
1: step back in front of Steph to bring the trophy home
0: what is it called Larry Bryant
1: the Larry OB the
0: Larry OB what is it the Larry O'Brien oh the Larry O'Brien trophy for
1: for y'all that don't know we got one of those downtown Cleveland (laughs) right now 2016 world champions just yeah. had
0: the anniversary yesterday June right, right. okay. 10th. All right. oh we got Back off track, track. All okay. Right. okay all right so anyway women we talk for connection so it i believe that it's really heart-to-heart yes when we're having conversations with each other with our girlfriends we're you know this is how i'm feeling this is what's on my mind you know that's our reason for conversing. Absolutely, conversing. Mm-hmm. That's where our conversations come from. Another thing is that women are eager to share with other men the problems that they are having in their relationships.
1: That's dangerous.
0: Yes. And you were talking about last week. You were talking about the lady on your job who asked you about affection.
1: That's right. And it it is that same thing. And it's be. And I think it's only because I've studied some of these things. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how this has played out in the lives of people Mm -hmm. that I'm really, really uh, alert Mm -hmm. when these things happen. So there were two ladies in my that I work with and they were asking, one lady was asking about affection. Mm -hmm. And the other lady mentioned that, oh, you should check out their podcast. Mm -hmm. They just talked about that. And then the one lady said, well, but my guy doesn't do any of those things. But I know you do those things all the time. Like, they're just natural for you. Mm-hmm. And that is that little zone. Not that this woman would have any...
0: I was actually on my way yeah, to his job, yeah, but...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is not the thing. Uh, but this... I was
0: about to get dressed. Okay,
1: don't get dressed. It's cool. <laughs> so this woman was really just reaching out for information. mm mm-hmm the danger would have been for me to respond in a way that would have made me look more attractive. Right. And you never want to do that because mm-hmm. that's how that thing gets down the road. Mm-hmm. So instead I immediately go, I don't do any of this stuff naturally. Mm-hmm. Like I am the least affectionate person in the world. Mm-hmm. So for her, if you're looking for an affectionate guy, I'm not, your. I'm dude. not your dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I am not. Mr. Affection. This is all work for me. Mm-hmm. I am not an affectionate guy. Mm-hmm. And then I turned it into these are things that you might want to introduce mm-hmm. to your dude mm-hmm. so that maybe it'll spark a response right. in the affection. Right. Things that I thought might enhance mm-hmm. her relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Like don't bring that around here. Mm-hmm. Not that she had any interest in and I'm saying this like you guys can see this, but like I got my hand out like there was nothing happening.
0: And I for this, real, I'm real confident yeah, and there this, was there there was, there was no there was chance. Nothing. Yeah, I'm good in that.
1: Mm-hmm. But I've just been, this is just like conditioning. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that this is a real thing. And if I say, yeah, well, you know, I always open Erica's door. I bring home flowers, you know, once a week and mm-hmm. all. You know, I was next thing, you know, she's like, man, I wish I had to do like that. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. you on the way. right? So never any of that. Right. Because that dynamic that women like to talk about the problems they're having mm-hmm. with their man. That is so true. With another man. Is
0: dangerous
1: yes, ground.
0: It is very dangerous. dangerous ground. It's actually, you know, it's it's so dangerous, but it's so like it can turn into that in an instant. In an instant, you know, in an instant, and it doesn't have. To, it could just be a woman observing or a woman even listening to the guy talking about his wife, yes, you know, and she goes, oh, well, you know, he talks about his wife like that. And, you know, he does those things for his wife. And then, you know, before you know it, she's going into his office with, you know, a different outfit on or her whole reason for getting dressed is so that she can attract the attention of this man. Mm. So it really is, you know, it's, it's very, very dangerous.
1: Wait a minute. The way a woman dresses might attract the attention of a man.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All right. Here we show, go. Show, show before the show. All
1: right. Let's get back to this. All right. Sorry. I couldn't resist. Here, here we go.
0: <laughs> the show before the show. All right. So, guys, if you're listening and you're wondering, you know, I'm trying to talk to her, but she's really, you know, I, trying to meet this emotional need of intimate conversation and she's really not digging me. She's really not paying me any attention. It's probably because there was a time in your life when you guys were talking and you were very critical of her mm. or you really weren't showing any interest in the conversation. So you have to continue to build that muscle. Yeah. Pray about it. Mm-hmm. Continue to pursue her like you did when you guys were dating. Yeah. Yeah, You know, she needs to know that you really are interested in, you know, the things that she has to say. And then for us ladies, you know, we want to know why is our guy not talking to us? What is it? Why does he not pay me any attention? How is it that he's talking to, you know, his coworkers He's talking, he's talking to his dudes, he's talking to the kids, but he's not talking to me. Well, could it be because every time you guys sit down to have a conversation, You're complaining or nagging about something or, you Mm, know. Did you say
1: nagging? Yes, nagging. I would never use that word. I get a dude
0: in trouble. Oh yeah, you can't use that word. Okay. It's probably it's... gonna get me in trouble okay, too. Right, okay. So we may get some DMs on right, our, you okay, know, our yeah. Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> glad you, know. you
1: said it, not me. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's probably gonna get me in trouble. But there is, it's actually biblical yes. that we should not be doing these mm-hmm. things. Proverbs 27, 15 says, "A quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm." Mm. The dripping. No
1: no comment.
0: Of a leaking roof in a rainstorm. And then there's another scripture that says a man would rather be in the corner of a rooftop than to be in the house with with a a cantankerous cantankerous woman. woman. So we have to be mindful of that. There is another scripture that says a a wise woman builds her house up, a foolish woman will tear it down.
1: With her own
0: hands. With her own hands. So we have to be mindful of how we're talking to our husbands. Absolutely. You know, we want them to talk to us. We have to be mindful of that we don't want to be critical we don't want to monopolize the conversation we want to literally talk back and forth we Mm -hmm. want to know what's going on with them so that we can share what's going on with us and you know this is for the men also in my opinion if you ask her a question if you want to know how she's feeling let her tell you how she's feeling Mm. don't just use that as a segue (laughs) so that you can get into how you're feeling (laughs) you know if you want to know what she's thinking let her tell you and Mm honor and respect her thoughts and her feelings Mm. don't use that as a way to just go okay good i asked her and now let me just tell her this one thing that i've been talking about Mm. that is not a good idea
1: no that's not intimate conversation no
0: that is not intimate conversation there's this thing that i just called conversation volley Mm. you know let's just go back and forth and share some things Mm. and if this muscle is weak eventually you will build it up it'll be easy Dr. Harley in the book mentions fifteen hours a week of conversation. He does, yeah, and that I actually seems impossible. Right, I thought that was just that's a lot. But when you really think, when you go date night, mm-hmm. talk before in the before work in the morning, mm-hmm. in the evening, during the day, it's easy for that time to add up. Yeah, I agree. 100%. So you know that is a little snippet on the intimate conversation. Because we could have went a lot more yes. intimate conversation, yeah. couldn't
1: we? Yeah, I'm sure we could have. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I wish you guys could see my wife's face right
1: now. Yeah, we definitely could have went further. So a few practical ways that we meet our spouse's oh, emotional shoot. need for intimate conversation. The first practical step is really easy, but again, feels really awkward. Mm-hmm. And that's you have to pick up the remote. Mm-hmm. In the show before the show, I got a look <laughs> when I said pick up the remote. But you pick up the remote because you want to pause the tv Mm -hmm. you want to turn the volume down Mm -hmm. you want to turn off the movie whatever it is you want to get rid of all of the distractions Mm -hmm. you want to not only show your wife or your spouse that you're engaged in this conversation but you want to set an environment where you can hear Mm -hmm. what she's saying right and she can hear what you're saying, right. Without there being a distraction, right? This was like one of the most difficult changes that I made when I realized that this was important to my wife. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, you know, Erica, this is, a, you know, okay, it's an emotional need. I'm not doing, I'm not meeting this need at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so. at the time, did you even know that it was an emotional need?
1: I knew that something was wrong. Okay. I I wouldn't have
0: quantified
1: it that way, but I knew that something wasn't, I was missing something. Right. Okay. So this was like one of those steps, like, okay, I'm going to be engaged. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn this thing off. And I don't know if you noticed or not, Mm -hmm. but it kind of just kind of became my MO when I got the feeling that you really wanted to talk, Mm -hmm. you know, that I would just... Eliminate the distractions mm-hmm. So that I could hear you mm-hmm.
0: I actually I did notice And it really it, it said to me You're interested in what I have to say Yes That's what it really said to me yeah. And so I You know Yeah I noticed But I didn't say Hey I noticed that you put down a remote Or you picked a remote And turned down a volume yeah. or I didn't say that no. But
1: no mm-hmm. I, I just chalked it up to you Thinking that You know I can't do two things at the same time <laughs> Which I can't <laughs> So, you know, this is just me just being real. Like, I can't do two things at the same time. Something's going to be in the background. Mm -hmm. And depending on what the distraction is, who knows? Erica might be in the background for a minute. Then Mm -hmm. she comes back and the game's in the background. (laughs) And then, you know, so I was just not getting it done. Right. And I knew that that wasn't cool. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was one practical thing. Another thing, and this is a lot more for even if you are a woman with this need, Uh, I think this is really for guys. I mean, I've never been a woman. So the guy thing is all I got.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay.
1: So for guys, we have to remember that talking is the thing. Mm -hmm. Like we're not talking for a reason or we're not talking for to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. The event is the talking. Mm -hmm. We are not trying to accomplish anything Mm -hmm. this is not anything more than the activity of conversation right like erica talked about earlier guys doing this information thing Mm -hmm. you know where the end game is to share something with someone that they may not have known right that's our thing Mm -hmm. with intimate conversation talking is the thing Mm -hmm. i saw an illustration a couple weeks ago where this lady was it might even be in the book where uh, the guy, you know, asked his lady if she wanted to fool around. Let's go upstairs and mess around. And she's like, oh, why are we having a baby? Right. That, you, yeah. I never knew you wanted to have another baby. <laughs> and the dude's are like, no, nah, I did not want to have a baby. I just want to, you know, I just want to have sex. I want to, you know. And that, to me, clarified that last point. Mm-hmm. The, for the guy in that thing, the sex was the thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about having a baby. Right. Sex was the thing. Right. Well, with this intimate conversation, talking is the event. Mm -hmm. It's not so you can do something else. Mm -hmm. It's you're in the event when you're talking. Mm -hmm. Another really practical thing is even if you're not comfortable, even if you don't believe that she is interested in what you might be thinking about, Mm -hmm. intimate conversation into me, I allow you to see. Mm -hmm. You're letting her know. This is what's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she's interested in it, whether or not it's, you know, high on her list of things that are important, you are being vulnerable and having intimacy. And mm-hmm. this is something that's really uncomfortable for people that don't have this need. Right. Because you are feeling like, I'm vulnerable. I'm about to share something and she's going to be like, I could really care less. hmm but you'll find that it will really build intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, whether mm-hmm. the person is interested or not. Mm-hmm. And the last thing is, I, like, my whole list is guy stuff. Women have these needs, too. But like I said, I'm, I'm a guy. That's all I got. So when a woman is communicating with her husband, <laughs> she is not having intimate conversation with you so that you can solve her problem. You know, that. In in man world,
0: yeah, that's right.
1: We are always communicating to solve problems. Right, that's all we do. Right, you know, we throw out a little tidbit because we don't really want to just ask for help. So we throw out a scenario where we really want the guy to solve our problem. Right, that's the only reason why I'm talking to. You. Like the people I go to breakfast with, you know, those guys don't want to hang out with me because I'm cool. They <laughs> want to hang out with me because they got <laughs> a problem. They want me to solve their problem. So. To shift it back from a guy world back into him and his wife or me and you, mm-hmm. air, I can't be in problem-solve mode mm-hmm. where I'm listening to you talk only to find out the problem. Right. So that I can dazzle you with my solution.
0: Right. The second that happens for us and just in general, mm-hmm. the conversation is over. Right. I'm giving you what's on my mind. I'm telling you this is how I'm feeling. And you say, you should do ABC one two three. Mm-hmm. Where now, I don't even want to talk to you. Right. Because I didn't want a solution. I really just wanted to share what was on my mind. That's right. And that was it. Yeah.
1: You could solve this thing without me. Right?
0: <laughs> for, for, yeah. yeah I did, mean, you didn't know. Didn't need my help. Sometimes your <laughs> input matters. That means yeah. a lot. but. You know, no, if I'm not saying, hey, babe, tell me what you think I should do about this, Mm -hmm. then I just really want to just share some things. Just talk. Yeah, just talk. But then, you know, that goes with how women and men, how our conversation is different. That's true. Because like you said, you're a guy. You do the guy thing. Guys want to solve the problem. There's a noise. You get up, you go downstairs.
1: Mm -hmm. In my underwear.
0: (laughs) <laughs> to to get whatever. The, to fix a robber it. robber
1: murderer. That's I'm to take him down. Yeah.
0: That's what men do. That's what men do. We're like, oh, could it be a robber down there? You know, what's Sam, going on? Going
1: downstairs.
0: But I mean, you know, it's our conversation is just completely, completely different. But for the woman, we most times we really just want to share yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Second, That's intimate conversation. That is
1: intimate conversation. So, the next emotional need we're going to talk about is physical attractiveness. Physical attractiveness definitely kicked off the show before the show. It
0: did. Yeah,
1: we we had some, some dialogue <laughs> about physical attractiveness.
0: Did <laughs> you say to shut it down? It shut
1: it down. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, people with this need want their spouse to be hot. And I know that sounds misogynistic. I know that sounds shallow. I know that if you don't have this need, you don't know or you think I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Right. Before you go into, you know, your whole thing, let me just say that this particular <laughs> emotional need yeah. is the need that sparked the whole idea for the podcast. For, this, for Yes.
1: Because. For this topic. Yes. It yeah. was,
0: you know, because I kept going men need to share these things with their wives. Mm -hmm. And then when you started sharing... Like, now I'm going (laughs) to shut up. (laughs) Don't you be talking about me. (laughs) Don't talk to me like that. Who do you think you are? You are not a woman. How dare you say those things? But anyway, go ahead. Yes.
1: So, (laughs) physical attractiveness is really a need just like every other emotional need. Yeah, It is an emotional need that is... So vital to a person that if there's if there is an emotional need that opens up your relationship to affairs, I would rank this number two in the, in the in the lives of men. Mm-hmm. You know, people that have the the emotional need of sexual fulfillment, they've got some biology behind that. Mm-hmm. What makes this so dangerous is that this is an emotional need that can be met by any person anywhere Mm. like you can if you're not having this emotional need met by your spouse it can be met by some person at the gym Mm -hmm. it could be met by a stranger walking in the mall Mm -hmm. or met by uh, somebody that works in your office like this is it doesn't take engagement for somebody to meet this emotional need right okay i understand that so so it makes it very very dangerous very volatile When a person has this emotional need, like both people in the marriage should take this very seriously Mm -hmm. because it is as important as any other emotional need, but it is one of those that can be met anywhere, anytime. We're not even talking about the stuff, you know, online or movies Mm -hmm. or, you know, all of those things Mm kind of tie into this emotional need. Mm -hmm. The person that has this emotional need, I mean, it says it in the name. It's it's about the physical attractiveness. And when you guys were dating before you were married, when the the other person wanted to attract this person,
0: <laughs> you're very you're being very careful. I'm in trying what to be as say. careful as I
1: can. They did things to their <laughs> physical appearance to accentuate their own attributes. In a way that would attract this person. Mm -hmm. They knew they had some things. (laughs) If they could put those things on display, it might get this person. Mm -hmm. That is true. And they did everything they could to highlight those things. Mm -hmm. And it worked. The problem happens when the accentuating of those things dissipates. When we no longer make those things attractive. Mm -hmm. That's when this person's emotional need is no longer being met. Now, for a person that doesn't have this emotional need, again, this sounds so shallow. It sounds like, you know, this is just a dude, you know, he wants his wife to be Beyonce, you know, and it's none of that. But it is as important as the emotional needs. Mm-hmm. And if I could just go back to a person with this emotional need wants their spouse to be hot, like that is the honest truth. They don't want their spouse to be someone
0: different. Mm-hmm. That is important. I'm glad that you went back yeah, to that. That's important. I don't want right.
1: Erica to be, Holly Berry. If I wanted Holly Berry, shoot, I
0: want me to be Holly. Berry.
1: I didn't want Holly Berry. If I went for, if I was, I would have <laughs> right. went for a Holly Berry. If I wanted a Holly Berry or a Holly Berry look like or as close to Holly as I can get, whatever. But I want you to be the sexiest. The healthiest, the fittest, the the prettiest version of you that you can be, mm-hmm. because that's who I'm. I fell in love with that person. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall in love with Holly Berry, like <laughs> so. You know, she might be slick, but I didn't fall in love with her. So I'm not. My desire is not for her. My desire is for you. Mm-hmm. But my desire for you is in that sexiest way, mm-hmm. in that. All your, all your attributes accentuated like you did when you were trying to get with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you were trying to get with me. So when you were trying to get with me, you were making sure that everything was right.
0: Wait, first of all, for the record. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is going to be another topic for another show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, he's trying to get with me. But anyway, go ahead. He's trying to
1: get with me. You know that, right? He's trying to get some of this. Ah. All right. So, (laughs) and and for this emotional need, oh my goodness. uh, (laughs) It it really is about you, my spouse. Mm -hmm. And that means something different for everybody. Right. You know, your spouse has a certain taste. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have like a type, like, oh, I like a woman that looks like this or like that. I want Erica in her sexiest version, period. They're guys that like all different kinds of women, size, shape, whatever. You're the woman that he picked. You're the kind of woman that he wants. He wants you Mm -hmm. at the version of you Mm -hmm. that is hottest to him. Mm -hmm. And I hate to get into the big or small, but just... Just, just give me just a little bit of room. So let's say a guy <laughs> Ooh, likes. I know, I know, I'm in trouble. So Here we go. Here
0: we go. I ain't scared of y'all. First, let me just tell y'all. To look, this,
1: I'm not scared of my you. My husband
0: really is a good guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's say a guy likes a full figured woman. Okay. The hottest version of the full figured woman is full figured. Right. Her and her girlfriends decide they're going to go on a crash diet, get gastric bypass and all that. She show <laughs> up 60 pounds lighter. He got a problem.
0: <laughs> because he likes full figure women. He likes a
1: full figure woman. Right. He's like, what are you doing? Right. I want the hot you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he, that's not my thing. But that's what his thing is. So... Now she has not she's not she's no longer meeting his emotional need for physical attractiveness because that's not the the that's not the kind of body that he's most attracted to
0: outside of. Heard going and getting the gastric bypass for health reasons. I
1: probably shouldn't have said gastric bypass. Right? The rest of that, though, I'm rhyming with. Let's call it Weight Watchers instead of gastric yes, bypass because I don't do even that. want to touch something yeah, let's that's health related. That right. So she just decides independently of him. I'm going to lose a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I want to be slim. Mm-hmm. Well, that was all fine and dandy, but that's not what he signed up right. for. I get that. You knew he liked full figure women. Mm-hmm. Now you changed, and now you're not meeting his uh, emotional need for physical attractiveness. Mm-hmm. So, for a person like myself, a fit woman is most attractive. Erica's most attractive to me when she's fit. My need is most met. I'm chasing <laughs> her around the house every day. Because <laughs> it's all right. Let me get back. All right, so. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, we. <laughs> Oh Lord, please keep our followers. <laughs> yeah, here we go.
1: All right. So again, this seems trivial unless it's your need. But if it's your need, you know that it's very real. And a person with this need can often take it personally when it's not being met,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like anger, mm-hmm. resentment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that's real with all the emotional needs. But it, this one feels a little weird. And it usually kicks off with something like, "I thought you were going to love me for me," or. Love me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those kind of statements. Mm-hmm. And those are like, like you talked about earlier. That's like just putting the fire out. Mm-hmm. You know, the conversation's over. You say something like that, and you're like, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, you knew that you were accentuating all of those things. And now you've kind of changed mm-hmm. the game mm-hmm. on me.
0: I think... It's really, and we we have laughed about this. We were laughing today. We laughed yesterday. But I think the thing with this particular emotional need is that, one, it's outside. Like, it's outward. Yes. So, you know, it's what's going on on the outside. But Mm -hmm. then, two, we don't really take it seriously because we don't understand that this is a real thing. This is an emotional need, as much of an emotional need for men as intimate conversation is for women it's that important. it's that important
1: it's that yeah, it's that important and that. we
0: don't realize that
1: it's it's yeah. that it, it's really that important mm-hmm. and even even it's on its at its most superficial level mm-hmm. it's like well why would i want you to look a certain way mm-hmm. uh does that really matter well, in my mind, it does matter. Mm-hmm. And in the mind of people with this emotional need, it does matter. But it matters even beyond just you and I interaction. Like a person with this kind of emotional needs feels a level of pride mm-hmm. in the way other people view their spouse. Right. Like when my girl walks in the room and shut it down, like that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. You know? As it should. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, because that's my wife you know so that that is part of this need as well it's not just tied to sex mm-hmm. or tied to my own stimuli it's it's bigger than this mm-hmm. it is it is a full emotional need mm-hmm. if you really wanted to know though if this if this is really really your spouse's emotional need one of the ways that you can tell probably the the biggest telltale sign if this is your spouse's emotional need if your spouse is like kind of meticulous about their appearance mm-hmm. or if they're they spend a lot of time and energy in in their appearance then they probably have this emotional need whether mm-hmm. they know it or not mm-hmm. you know that that's just them living it out mm-hmm. if you've married to somebody that that's like that that you know, back when I had hair, like I was, you know, I was at the barber, you know, twice a week, you know, <laughs> tease that thing. I, <laughs> Because my appearance, the way I looked, I wanted to be my best. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't, you didn't marry a super handsome dude.
0: Oh, but, I think you're pretty hot. But I wanted to be the best version of me. Right. All the time. Right. You know, it's really interesting. And we have been married for a while, but like when you would... I don't know when you would mention something that I may have had on or, you know, that wasn't as attractive or something that I just repeated over You're
1: thinking about them sweatpants, like, aren't Monday, you? Yeah.
0: Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you yeah. know, the Ohio State sweatpants Old and T shirt. Ohio t-shirt. State
1: sweatpants. Yes. Oh my God.
0: Yes. Yeah. But at any rate, and even when the girls were when the girls were little, you were very particular about making sure their hair was together, right. you know, so that goes yeah. way beyond, no, like you know,
1: thing, bad.
0: yeah. And yeah. I always thought that it was, you know, Sam's just a hair man, you know, he just really pays attention to our hair. He's just a hair man, but your, but physical attractiveness is one of your emotional needs. Yes. And so it now makes a lot of sense. It's all coming together. And you were talking, when we talked about this yesterday, you were talking about if the person with this need, you feels like it's not, When it's not met, you take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Share a little bit about that. Well, it it
1: almost feels like it almost feels like one of those you know, you would you you know that this is important to me. Mm -hmm. So so you're doing this. You're like you're like coming in changing clothes immediately. Like I haven't seen you in any other state other Mm -hmm. than the the house cleaning (laughs) cut off jogging pants with the (laughs) with the bleach thing on it you know but you're getting dressed up for some other dude out in the world Uh like you know let somebody say they're coming over Mm -hmm. and then you take off those jogging pants that you're showing me (laughs) and you put on nice clothes for somebody else but for me I get that Mm -hmm. like well how is that Mm -hmm. so you almost take it personal like Mm -hmm. you really just don't want to be fine for me Mm -hmm. It's not that you don't like being fine because mm-hmm. you like it fine every day mm-hmm. when you're leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get back to me, uh-huh. you get i fine again. Uh-huh. But you don't mind. You like being fine. Mm-hmm. I see you teasing it in the mirror mm-hmm. when you're getting ready to leave me. Mm-hmm. And that really does impact a person's mm-hmm. psyche. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of puts a little more tweak on this thing. Mm-hmm. It's one thing that my need isn't being met, but it's another thing altogether when I think it's like malicious, mm-hmm. like there's some nefarious intent mm-hmm. behind this. Like you're just trying to, you're trying to withhold this thing from me, mm-hmm. or you're saving it for somebody else. Mm-hmm. When you have this need and it's not being met, those things
0: actually happen.
1: They, mm-hmm. they go through your head. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad when you mentioned that. I'm glad that you said you think because it's not anything that is being done That's intentionally. You know, for me, and I'm I'm very comfortable in just sharing this. For me, it wasn't about, you know, I'm not trying to look good for you. I'm trying to get comfortable. I've been in these skinny jeans all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not skinny. <laughs> and I'm just really trying to put on something that's comfortable. Yeah. So, And it wasn't that it was me going, well, I don't care how I look around Sam. It was more of I'm just trying to get comfortable and really didn't even understand or realize that this was an emotional need and that it had that much effect on you. Yeah. That, yeah so that, I, you know, I'm glad we're able to have these conversations.
1: Yeah. And as shallow as this thing may seem, the Bible really talks a lot about the way we steward our bodies. You know, we've got this one vessel This mm-hmm. one body that's going to house My person, my spirit You know, as long as I'm breathing As long as I'm in on this side mm-hmm. And the Bible speaks a lot about How we ought to take care of it mm-hmm. We have a responsibility, a stewardship right. To to handle it in a way Where we honor God with what we do with it mm-hmm. Specifically First Corinthians 6, uh, 19 and 20 But do you not know that your body Is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you whom you have from God. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it has a lot to do with conduct, but it also speaks to the fact that that this this, this vessel is something that we do have a responsibility to take care of. Mm-hmm. So just decide I'm just gonna jam Twinkies now, my, you know, and my wife likes to see, you know, me in good shape. I'm not stewarding my body well, and I'm certainly not stewarding my marriage well. Mm-hmm.
0: And just so, you know, we are talking about the number two emotional need for men, number two emotional need for women. Women can also have this emotional need of Absolutely. physical attractiveness. Yeah. You know, we can have that need where we want our, our husbands to be tight to, you know, those guns, <laughs> show right. those guns. I got my guns out I right <laughs> now, <though. laughs> I like Arm. That's right. I, and got so, some, I got the arms. I know.
1: Uh, okay. And right. so,
0: you know, you work out every day, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Physical attractiveness is not in my top five, but, but she like it matters. like the guns,
1: though. <laughs> it
0: matters. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. All right. So, a few practical ways, wives or husbands, if that's your wife's uh, emotional need, where we can meet the emotional needs of our spouse. But before I get into that, I do want to just read something from Dr. Tony Evans. And this is a book that is like my. Lifeline. Like I read this book all the time. It's very light and it's called For Married Women Only. But he has a passage in here. And I thought that this was perfect for this particular for this topic. And it says, I believe God wants a wife to be attractive to her husband. That part of her beauty and charm as a woman, few women would show contempt for their co-workers and boss by going to work in a disheveled way. A wife needs to show her husband the same respect and honor she gives to her employer.
1: Tony I, Evans said that. Yes,
0: Tony Evans said that. Not I saying. really thought when I first read that, I was like, and, you know, I said this is my lifeline, so I read this book quite often. But when I first read it, I was like, oh, my goodness, whatever. Here we go. A man <laughs> telling a woman what she should and should not be doing. Mm. But it's important. Yes, it really is important. And I, I did. Said a, it. Yeah, it was actually a couple. I did a lot of research on this, and it was, you know, it, it, we're supposed to have it together. So, one of the ways or a few ways that I have, I think, are practical ways of yeah. meeting my husband's uh, emotional need of physical attractiveness. So, I would suggest that we wear clothing that he finds appealing. Yes. Uh, if important. your husband, yeah, if your husband is, one of the things that Sam says is, you know, I want to see some skin, so I kind of show him my arm.
1: Yeah, a arm.
0: You're <laughs> here, here, there. Everywhere. <laughs> I show him my arm or a leg. Um, not a lot of makeup. If your husband is into natural beauty, you know, he met you and you know you just had you didn't have a full face on, and now all of a sudden you're wearing the full face, and he's asking about this. If that's not his thing, you may want to pull it back a little bit. Hmm. You know, not or vice versa. If that is his thing, oh then you then might you, you want to ramp it up a little yeah.
1: bit. Me personally, yeah, I'm
0: I'm the former. Yes, I'm, yeah,
1: as little as possible. as
0: little as possible. Yeah. So you know, and I I don't wear lipstick. I wear lip gloss. But you got beautiful because I have beautiful lips, oh, yes. and so <laughs> I I pay attention to those kinds of things. Sam is real honest with me about the you know the kind of nail polish. I I don't I'm not really good with that these days because I like color on my nails but French tip you know so I, he's real honest with that I appreciate that for the guy who you know if you like your girl to wear lingerie buy some lingerie for yeah. her buy some stuff that you would like to to see her in Mm -hmm. and for ladies if he says hey i want to see you in some lingerie buy some lingerie pick up a few things Um, make sure that it's comfortable so guys if you're buying something that you think she may feel a little uncomfortable in you may want to have that conversation before you go to the store
1: that's smart
0: for ladies ask him ask him what it is that he likes and You know, it may not feel good in the beginning, but it's okay because you guys will be able to work through it. You'll talk through it. Mm -hmm. Husbands, if she asks you, be honest. Don't tell her, you know, I don't know because I'm really not into women. You know what you like. Mm -hmm. Just tell her. All right. The other thing is that Sam just mentioned this to me today is that there used to be a time when I would come home and I would immediately jump from the skinny jeans or whatever I had on, whether it was work pants, into the sweatpants. Bleachy, big, (laughs) holy. It it didn't matter. I was trying to get in something comfortable. And now I try to hang around a little bit so that he sees me fully dressed like the rest of the outside. Because he leaves for work before I do. So I try to make sure that he sees me fully dressed. But. I go change, but I put on something that's appropriate. I may iron the the little pants or something and make sure the top matches. But I I try to do that. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yep.
1: It's good stuff. So that's the second set of emotional needs. We got quite a few more to go. Yes. So tune in next time Mm -hmm. where we're going to talk about those. But before you go. Don't hit stop. We still got more to talk about. Mm -hmm. We're asking still that you partner with us in prayer. Uh, Before we started recording, during our show before the show, (laughs) production (laughs) meetings, all that, we were praying for you, the listener. Every time. Every time. So we want to ask that you pray for us, pray for our marriage, pray for this podcast, and also hit that subscribe button.
0: Hit the subscribe button. You know, he was not going to let you go without saying that. That's right.
1: Got to subscribe.
0: So. We've talked about our emotional needs. We've shared some of Sam and Erica. And so probably, probably a lot of Sam and Erica. Ladies, don't hate my husband. He's That's a great amazing. man. I ain't scared of y'all, though. <laughs> he likes what he likes, and I'm okay with that. Talk about it. If intimate conversation is your emotional need, if physical attractiveness is your emotional need, if affection or sexual fulfillment is your emotional need, talk about yes, it. Important. Share these things with your spouse. When Sam and I had this conversation before... We had it last night, we had it today. It gets heated. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay because we can work through these things. Absolutely. That's it's all about learning about our spouses. We talked about this lifelong journey. So that's an assignment. Share the podcast with a couple friends, couple family members, married, single, it's for everybody.
1: All right. God bless.
0: God bless.